Perfect, man. Do you have uh, anything you want to start with? Or do you want well, to just get it rolling? What do you want to talk about? Well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm really excited about the Pelicans. Um, you know, <laughs> I know... <laughs> I know our national audience may not be as excited, but um, but I'm very uh, I'm very interested in seeing what we're going to do this year, um, and I think we have a good uh, and you know just really with the NBA free agency overall, I'm just excited about the way shape and the way things shaped out. We're not gonna. It seems like we're moving farther away from the whole power, uh, the whole super team structure, and we're kind of opening the door for other teams to compete for a title. That's a that's you know, you want to start with that? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah. So we got. Um, all right, yeah, Larry. Let's talk about Zion. All right, because you guys just acquired Zion. Yeah. And I know, obviously, you're probably very excited. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But what's it? What's it like down in New Orleans? Is there uh, uh, Zion billboards everywhere now, or no? <laughs> I don't know that they're necessarily Zion billboards, but there's a lot of excitement. Um, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, the, 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 I, I get more exposure to the excitement through TV and seeing the reaction on, you know, through the media, but, uh, but people really are excited. I think we really have a chance this year. Um, I think people, I think we're, we're kind of tired of the whole Anthony Davis drama and, uh, and just excited to see, just decided to, to have a legitimate, you know, the first chance you really had for, for to compete for a title since uh, since Chris Paul and David West uh, had that season back in 2007. So you know, so I, I think I think that was an awesome season. You know, so so I think I think we're really, uh, I think there's a lot of excitement. I think obviously, I mean, the Saints are, are gonna are gonna command more the more of the attention in the New Orleans area. But I think when the Saints season ends and there's nothing to do but watch the Pelicans. We're gonna we're gonna be excited to do that. Do you believe in the Zion hype, Norwood? Uh you know I I do. I mean, there hasn't you talk about hype. I mean, there hasn't been uh, as much hype around the players since LeBron James, and before that, it was Magic Johnson who had who had all the hype coming out of college. And you know how those two players pan out. So I, I think I think the hype. <laughs> so yeah, I think the hype is justified. Um, as long as he can stay healthy and as long as he can keep his weight to a good level, I, I don't, you know, I heard reports might be an issue right now, but he's, uh, yeah. I, I'm, you know, but I'm, I'm excited, man. I think, I think there's a lot of upside. He has a lot of tenacity and uh, just is an incredible defensive force. I mean, if he does not score a point in the NBA, it does not matter because he, he will probably limit 20 points that otherwise would have happened on the other end. So, I mean, he, he's a, he's just a defensive monster. Um, and he's just, he, he really, uh, you know, there's just a lot to like about his enthusiasm, his energy is uh, just, I mean, it's like a man amongst boys, the way he can run the floor and his size just makes him a unique kind of, uh, gives him a unique skill set. And on top of that, I mean, he, he's pretty good from three-point range. If he can develop that more, uh, I, I can see him as an all-around superstar. So, yeah, I think that so hybrid justified. <laughs> you think it was, you got, you got Zion, a guy who's not even... Played a minute in the NBA, but, yeah. you know, he has 
probably the most potential ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you got a bunch of scrubs from the Lakers. <laughs> that's not. That's not exactly. That's a very poor analysis. <laughs> we have Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I think the Pelicans are going to be probably maybe a little better than last year, but they won't be that good this year. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Alice, what what makes you say such such uh, atrocities? I mean, you have uh, you have uh, Lonzo Ball. Elonzo Ball, who's 21 years old, has not even come close to his upside. Uh, he hasn't come close to anything except his downside. Al, he's uh, he averaged like 11 points a game in January before he got hurt. So you know he's he's uh in a, he's a young guy. He's a, he's a great passer. We don't need him to score a lot. You know he's just an athletic dude, and that's all we kind of need um, uh, to run the floor with Zion. Uh, we have a uh, Brandon Ingram, an 18-point player per game. If, if he can get back healthy, you know he's he's a beast. Uh, we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. You know? I think you're jumping to conclusions here, Norman. How can you say they're beasts? Oh uh, come they on! They've done anything. Oh, yeah, they have. 18. Athletically and physically, yes. 18 points. And Brandon Ingram is good. Yes, 18 points a game. That that's are you saying that's nothing in the NBA? Okay. That's pretty. That's pretty darn good, good, man. Is he average? Is that what it says online? 18 points a game? Well, that's what the uh, NBA commentator said when I was watching a video shortly. <laughs> was that? I think that was maybe his uh, college stats, man. I don't think that's in the NBA. There's no way. No, I, I think there was a period when he did, man. Uh, not not with LeBron. Not not since LeBron joined, but before that, uh, he was a he was a pretty much, you know, just an ISO ball player. That's kind of what. The take was on him, but he—he's just a talented dude. Uh, okay, all right. Say one more thing about. Okay, so you talk about Brandon Ingram. You got all broken up about it. <laughs> don't want to have to rehash that. We all know that he's terrible. Um, wait, but wait, I didn't even get to JJ Redick yet. Okay, that is a player I do like. I'm very bummed that you guys got him. I was hoping he'd be on, you know, LeBron's team because I I believe in JJ. I think JJ's a great player. Yes. I think he's he's an excellent shooter. Yes. Um, he's definitely coming to his own. I know in the beginning of his career, he was not as good at all, and everybody hated him. But yeah, now, I mean, I think he was like one of the top, you know, free agent um, picks that you could have gotten if you needed a shooter. Right. Yeah. Um, Is it- you know, besides like Clay Thompson and stuff. But he was, I mean, I would have loved him to be on Lakers, Grizzlies, whatever. Well, I mean, right. So I, I'm I'm so glad that didn't happen, and he didn't go to the uh, Lakers or the Grizzlies. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm biased, but you know, I, I'm just I'm just really excited. Just the fact that uh, that we have someone that's so talented, so uh, such a solid shooter in this league, who really played a pretty big role in the '76ers team that almost went to the. Uh, and he uh, he's just a. He's just a like you said. I mean, you 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 hit the points. I mean, he's just an incredible shooter. Uh, it's going to be a great addition. It's going to be very much like a like a, I think comparable to a Pager Stoyakovich, um, back when we had him back uh, in the last decade. But he's a uh, I, I think he's an incredible shooter, and and hopefully uh, will be able to make a big impact for us. Yeah, I think he uh, he's going to be great. You guys are going to love him. Uh, and he's you know what he is mature, so there might be some. Some of that might rub off on Ingram because I know he's not mature at all. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't um, do it. But, but you did get Josh Hart. Josh Hart's, I don't know anything really about him. But, I mean, Laker Nation likes Josh Hart. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Uh, yeah, I don't really know too much about him. I've heard good things about him, but to be honest, I can't speak for or against him. But I'm, I'm sure he's going to be a great addition too. Um, <laughs> I just think it's going to be a great year, man. So you think you think everything you got was a fair trade for Anthony Davis? Dude, absolutely, man. We were we we uh, we robbed the bank with that trade. That was a uh, <laughs> that was awesome. That was the best way it could have played out, man. And 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 on top of that. Obviously, it would be. I mean, can you imagine if we kept Anthony Davis and just you know have all this? He and Zion would join forces, but you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. I think this is uh, just a the, the best way it could have worked out for us. And we have a great general manager. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's he's, <laughs> he's incredible. I mean, just uh, he, he has great experience and he knows what he's doing. And so, and the Lakers, I honestly don't have a lot of experience as general manager, so that we got the better end of that trade in my opinion. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, I, I'm really just, I mean, I'm excited about Drew holiday being the leader of our team and being able to lead these new players, these young players and help them, uh, help them out. Uh, that's actually why. How's that even going to work? How is it going to work? Is it going to be drew Lonzo Zion? Yeah. Ingram. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think it's going to be, uh, Lonzo, uh, Lonzo point guard, uh, Drew at a uh, shooting guard, I think. Uh, what? Well, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't he play that position? Or maybe he's forward. Oh. Is he forward or or I can't remember. I can't remember what position he plays. Um. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot about. I don't, yeah, I don't know a lot about Drew. Yeah, but, I know Lonzo's point. Yeah, yeah, but they'll figure it out. But I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna work. But out. you know, you know, Lonzo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? Uh, Alex, I forgot to mention this, but I was gonna say that JJ Redick. The re- you know the reason why he chose New Orleans above uh, above any other team to to land with. What? Did you know why JJ Redick chose to go to New Orleans over any other team that he possibly could have landed with? No. He said it was to play with Drew Holiday. That's his favorite NBA player. Who's favorite NBA? Lonzo's? No, JJ Redick's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so that's uh that's that to me, I think it says a lot about our leadership. <laughs> it's true. Man. I mean, it's not LeBron John. I mean, it's, it's, it's Drew Holiday. It's Drew Holiday. He wants to. Yeah, that. I mean, all right, JJ. I lost a lot of respect for JJ. One of my favorite players, Drew Holiday. Oh man. Well, you. Know, he could have chosen. He could have chosen anyone in the NBA, and he chose Drew Holiday. <laughs> you know what? Al? I, I think this says a lot to the to the substance over flash mentality that uh, that JJ Redick plays with, and that's going to serve us well. We're not. A, we're we're a substance team, Al. We're not. We're not about the flash. We're not. About I will. I mean, you got you got a lot of very high potential role players. Yes. So if y'all can make that work, you know, we'll see. I just don't think it'll happen. Definitely not next year. Everyone's saying Pelicans are going to be, you know, playoff guaranteed next year, but yeah, I just don't see that happening because there's so many other good teams. There's so many other good teams in the in the West, so you just can't but, say no to Well, them. you know, I'm really – that's why I'm so excited about the way everything has shaped out in free agency um, because, I mean, the most recently uh, – what's the most recent move? Chris Paul is traded to uh, OKC for uh, for Westbrook. 
Um, you know, and, and, and then, so, you, I mean, you have all these teams that are just being shake, shaken up and, you know, I, I'm just really, I'm just really pumped that Kawhi Leonard did not sign with the Lakers. Cause imagine if that happened. Uh, yeah, there was no way he was going to do it. Yeah. He, uh, him and LeBron would not be able to be on the same floor. Dude, but you know, if, if, if that were to happen though, I mean, there'd be no competition. Like there's absolutely no competition for the championship and you can't have, I mean, to me, that's bad for the NBA. That's bad for basketball. You can't have, you know, that's why I hate this whole super team era. You know, you, you really. <laughs> oh, so you okay. That's what my next question. You're anti super. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. That's just, I think it's just, remember uh, in 2013 when, when, uh, when LeBron really started with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and they made, that was great, man. Yeah, they made it all the way to the finals and lost to the Mavericks with Dirk Nowinski and Jason Kidd, who's like 40 years old. That was awesome. That was awesome. But, you know, and I'm glad they only won like two lucky championships. But it's about damn time, Norwin. It's about damn time, man. The most entitled statement. I hate that. I hated LeBron. <laughs> Lucky do you think you are. You were the biggest LeBron hater when he was on the Heat. You hated him. But you know what? When, when he went. You were so happy every time he lost. You'd be like, what happened to LeBron? <laughs> but anyway, not six, not seven, not eight. I hated that. I hated that. And you should have hated it too. But the thing is, you know, that was bad for basketball. I th- things got back on track when he joined the Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I, was, I was proud of him for doing that. Uh, to me, that one title he won meant more than – a thousand he could have won with the Heat, but but oh yeah, because he beat the greatest team ever assembled, the Warriors. Exactly, and that brings me to the Warriors. I just I hated that whole era of just yeah, you know, we're just gonna yeah, we're gonna add Kevin Durant, and then we're gonna add you know, we're gonna add uh, you know, Marcus Cousins. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, we're just gonna you know, we're, we're just gonna become a video game team with you know, and everyone knows the only the only chance you have is when we get hurt, and that's and. And that's what happened this past year. You yeah. know, Kevin Durant got hurt, and uh, Clay Thompson went down. And that was that was great. I, I loved I loved watching uh, I loved watching the resurrection of team basketball. Uh, your yeah. actors, you, well, know? you know, who was on? You know, who was uh, on that team was Big Spain, Marcus Long. Yeah, man, I love, I love that guy. I really love that guy. He's a great player. Defensive player. Of the year. Yeah, he got his first ring. I'm I'm really, but yeah, but, but like the the Warriors. I mean, they it's about time they got injuries because every time they're in the playoffs, other everyone else gets injured. But them. yeah, I know, like Chris Paul last year, and you know, just it's just yeah, Chris Paul. Then the first time they won, you know, they versed uh, every team they versed in the playoffs. Their the other team's starting point guard was out for the whole series. There's it got they got injured. Yeah, and then the finals that was Kyrie Irving for the yeah Irving was out, and so yeah, every single per- team they played had their point guard injury. It's like going into the playoffs. Hey, your quarterback can put your backup every time. So really, it's kind of it's kind of fair the way shapes. Uh, it's it's really fair the way things shaped out, huh? Just to to, uh, to f- yeah, I I don't feel bad for them at all. I don't either. I really don't. You know, but but and, and I you know this year they're probably not going to do anything, and so that's 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 refreshing uh, to have someone else. So I'm just excited to to see how wide open things are. You know, to kind of move away from the super team era and go back to competitive basketball. So I, that's why I'm excited about the Pelicans because I think you know if we have if we can make the playoffs, there's actually a chance we could win the, win it all. There, there's a chance. There's a good chance. Good so, chance. So you know. What? That we could win it all. I mean, you know, like there, there's a good chance that can happen. There's not an obvious front runner, in my opinion, in the West. I let's see, front runner. It's either I don't even no. There's not a no. There's not a big obvious one. I mean, you could say Lakers. You could say Clippers. You could talk yourself into Houston. 
If you still like, the, if you still like Capella, you got. Still, I mean, you still got Capella, Harden, Gordon. Uh, I, I think, and then they then they trade. You know, got rid of Chris Paul and got in Russell. Who Russell's better than Chris Paul right now in his career. No, I don't Granted, think so. Their playing styles are a little different, so the hardest, different. Thing, the hardest thing is going to be how do they gel. But on paper, top fifty players in the league, Russell is above Chris Paul. So on paper, uh, you got you know you're upgraded. Well, on paper. But yeah, so we'll just see. You know, it's a waiting progress. I don't think it's gonna be good. I think they're Houston's just trying to throw a hell mary. They know Paul didn't like it in there, and they looked at their list and said, "Hey, Russ is available. Let's see if it works out." Yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's go. Let's go to football real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're both Saints fans. Die-hard Saints fans. We died hard the last two years. It's very tough. <laughs> <laughs> A year almost, or not a year, but a lot of time has passed since the incident of last season. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was uh, uh, what was going through your mind when you saw that? When you saw the play? Well, you know, um, I at that point in the game, it looked like I mean, there's it looked like we we're going to win it all. I mean, we threw it to Ted Ginn for that. 40-yard bomb. I don't know how he caught it. Um, oh, beautiful play. Beautiful play. Catch. Incredible catch. Uh, we had, And then, I mean, I, th- I remember everything. Like, I, the next play was first down. Brees throws it to the feet of Thomas. Um, and then right after that, there was a um, – there was a, a – there there was a running play to Kamara. He lost, like, a yard or something or maybe got no gain. Um, and then on third down – you know, actually, when Brees threw it, I thought the ball was going to be picked because it didn't look like there was a lot of separation. But then on the, uh, between uh, Roby and uh, Lee Higgins, uh, I can't remember all the names involved, but um, it didn't look like there was a lot of separation between the uh, those two players. But um, on the replay, he was wide open. Oh, yeah. um, you know, wide open. And so, you know, it's just it was just a shame, an obvious call. I mean, there's – you know, you, in real time, like watching on my TV, maybe I, I had to see a one replay. It was obvious. I mean, he was hit well before the ball he even came helmet close. To helmet. helmet to helmet. I know. On, on top of that. And it's just, it was, I mean, it just everything surrounding that, the, the fact that the refs are, and, you know, or the ref judging that was, and the, uh, the, whole, uh, the whole issue with uh, just, you know, just the whole fact that if, if they call that obvious penalty, then, you know, we can run the clock down to 20 seconds, kick a field goal, and pretty much ice the game. So, there's just yeah, a lot of – Peyton, Tron Peyton turned into Pete Carroll right there. Did he? How, how so? I, I, I don't get the Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, Seahawks, Pats, he, they, could, they should have <laughs> ran the ball in on the goal yeah, line well, and, said, and said he throws it on the goal line. And it I, I, I like – no, I I like the call to throw it for for even no, for. No, you don't, because you can run it three times. You don't even have to get a first. You run the clock out to twenty seconds. You kick a field goal. The other team, Rams, have no timeouts. They have, they uh, they'll have like what twenty seconds, maybe a little less than that to uh, go down the field, all the way down the field. Come on, you can't. Well, you know, winning in that scenario much more than giving them. What do we give them? We give them like a minute. Well, here's the deal. Yeah, we did. We gave him a minute and uh, over a minute, like a minute and 30 seconds. Exactly. 
But the thing is, like, Breeze, the, my deal isn't, I'm, you know, I think it's tempting to blame the coaches, and, and maybe the coach should take some bl- part of the blame. But the thing is, I mean, with Breeze at that moment, uh, same with Russell. I mean, that, that, that could have – in Russell's case, I mean, Baldwin, all he had to do is move in front of uh, uh, whoever uh, whoever pit that off. can't remember, but uh, – but he, uh, but but in Breeze's case, all he had to do was throw a ball that wasn't at the feet of Thomas. I mean, anywhere in his general vicinity, um, you know, those plays are are you know you want to you want to blame it on the coach, but really you just you really got to put the ball where it needs to be, Breeze. I mean, Breeze has made that can make that throw in his sleep, and you know, and and in the Seahawks case, you just got to execute that play better. So I mean, I, I really. You know, I you know me when, when when we play Madden, I'm always throwing it, so it's not like I have a. Room. <laughs> to play Madden, you're awesome. I'm the best. If you, if you can't, you know, if you really can't uh, uh, can't defend the pass, good luck playing me. And Alex can't, so I love playing against him. But he's a uh, Nord, Nord. You literally just do hail mary every time, and then you just do audibles, little slant rounds, curl rounds, whatever. Alex, it's you terrible. can't. If it's not broke, don't fix it. That's what I always say. And Alex has not been able to break it yet. So it's uh, it. <laughs> I beat you every time. <laughs> you got lucky a few times, but regardless, you know that's that was you know that those are those are fun moments. But the thing is, uh, you got to be able to execute the passing game. You know, if I'm playing Madden against you, and and I I know I'm in the fourth, I don't blame my play call if it doesn't work. I, I have to be able to execute knowing from the sheer fact that I have numbers to my advantage in the field. And so when it is it's first and 10 with like under two minutes to go at that, you know, I get that Play clock is 30, what, 35, 45 seconds. I mean, you can get it down to under 20, kick a field goal. We should have ran it, which I, and at the time during the game, I didn't think it was a bad call. I was like, okay, good way to be aggressive. I didn't really do the math yet, but someone should have been like, look, just run it, kick a field goal. We don't need a touchdown in that instance. No, but no, we we don't. But my, my point is that play was a good play because it's to the middle of the field. You're not going out of bounds. It's a safe throw. But it you stops know. the clock, Norwood. It stops the clock. If you can't you, stop the clock. If you drop it. I mean, if you if you screw if you mess up the pass, it's going to – yeah, it's going to stop the clock. But that's the thing. Like, that's a risk you have to take. With Drew Brees, I mean, my money's on that nine out of ten times. Uh you know, yeah. and so you know, and Breeze even took ownership of that, and I, and I appreciated that. He's he's a of course he did. He's the leader of the team. He's gonna take ownership. What is he gonna say? Yeah, Michael Thomas about that? No, right. But that's the deal. I mean, you you own up well, to things. What is he gonna say? Is he gonna say, "Look, I wanted to run it, but Sean said throw it." So, well, no. Talk to him if you want to talk to him. I mean, <laughs> you know, Breeze. Of course, he wanted to throw it. You know, he's a he's a he's a quarter. He's a the best quarterback in the league, and. So, you know, if you asked Breeze, he would have said, you know, we probably should have ran it. Oh, well, yeah. He'll but... write a book. He'll write a book about it. <laughs> and it'll be his biggest regret. Oh, my gosh. You're up now. But that's that's really uh, that's really. T- <laughs> no, he should have. Listen, he should have completed that pass. But regardless, that pass interference call should have been made. That would have changed the whole face of the game. And we all know. And we all know. I mean, the next week. Yeah, the Rams play in the Super Bowl. The, the Rams shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. I mean, everyone knows that. If it didn't feel like a, I felt like the wrong team represented the the, the uh, NFC. So you know, it's it, it. I felt like the NFL there's got a, there's a Super Bowl. I thought they, <laughs> I thought they canceled it. Yeah, I mean, pretty. Yeah, I know, right? It, yeah, it, it wasn't on my television. 
<laughs> okay, well, it might have been on my television for the second half, but I just wanted to see what happened. But I, I'm really, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm really glad that that the Rams did not win, and I'm even more, more excited that it was a terrible game. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm, I listen, you know, that's that's sports for you. I mean, it, that's kind of why we're so kind of engrossed in it because you, you never really know what, what's going to happen. You well, never... crazy thing is, Saints, when Saints in the playoffs, I mean, we caused the entire NFL to change its rules. I mean, we had the Saints rule. Also, where, yeah. Yeah, you can't win on, off a field goal in overtime. Yes. yes. And because we did it to the Vikings, everyone said that wasn't fair. That's and true. And then now it's the pass interference. Now we can yes. challenge pass interference. Yeah. That's what I was going to Yeah, and I, and I appreciate We're you bringing that up. Set. Unfortunately, we are – we uh, were favored in the first first rule, but now we got screwed in the second <laughs> one. Yeah, I know. So well, who knows what's going to happen. And, but then the NFL comes out and says, look, the refs are now no longer full-time. They're not going to hire full-time refs. It's all part-time. So we're going to have like even worse refs for next season. Isn't that what they're doing now? A lot of these guys are only part-time. Uh, you know. well, I don't think they're, getting, they're not going to get paid full-time, I don't think. All right. I, from, from what I understand, I think they're – they are part. A lot of them are part time. They have other jobs wholly on the side, but I think that's an issue. But you know, listen. I, I think that there are a lot of things that that uh, that could have been. There are a lot of ways it's, it, the issue could have been addressed, and to make pass interference reviewable, I know a lot of people are not happy about that, but I really like it. I think I think it's a good step. I think it's a step in the right direction. You have to do something. You can't just let whatever ha- happened last year be a consistent thing in the future right i mean that's i think it only work if the coaches the teams don't have control of it it's you know the booth upstairs if they say you got to review that then you review it well if the coaches have if coaches have control they're just gonna you know i'm just gonna slow the game down so wait so the right how are you gonna do that i mean like i mean you can challenge almost every pass interference call yeah how's the coach gonna say like you know what we're just gonna wait till the fourth quarter start challenging or yeah, I mean, I mean, first quarter, first drive. Let's say that happens on the first drive, and they don't call it. You're gonna be like, "Oh, I got to waste it just for thirty yards." Or, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, you gotta use your judgment because you only have a certain amount of challenges during the game. Um, yeah, right. So, I mean, you can't but like. You can, cha- but usually, you can only challenge certain things. You can challenge, you know, if the ball hit the ground on a pick, right? Like that. But you've never been able to challenge like holding. Well, no, but that, I mean, I'm glad you can't, right? Because that, that's something different. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, passion interference happens on, like, every play. Right, Someone's it's always big... going to grab, especially when you do it in slow motion. I mean, well, these, these players get away with quite a bit. Yeah, they might. But, but the deal is, you know, I think, I think, I think in, in, on paper, right, it sounds like, you know, the house is going to work. This seems like it's going to be a whole pain to implement. But really, I mean, I, I think it's going to work in practice. I don't. I think very few calls will be overturned from what, what the call field was if it's close, right? Um, and you know, I think that it'll have to be egregious for for the flat to be thrown. And you know, a lot of times we uh, a, a lot of times we you know we we see plays where we know. I mean, like even the Saints had one go in their favor when and against the Steelers. I remember, and you know, on fourth and one, Brees like chucks it up to Alvin Kamara who. Is barely touched in the back, and they call pass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were so, at the game. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right. And that was a, that was a great game. We won, but because of that, I, I can understand why Steelers. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're Juju. Yeah, uh, fumbled it. 
Well, I know, man, that was awesome. But, you know, that that's the issue is that, you know, had that penalty not been called, the whole scope of the game would have been changed. Uh, yeah, and, I guess so. So, like I said, those kind of plays just need to be called upstairs. Right. Well, yes, I, you know, I do agree with that. I think that would be a better way to do it rather than have the coaches challenge. Um, just, just have the officials um, initiate that, right? I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, maybe I mean, players like, players like Flacco aren't going to benefit. I mean, they – did you just talk a loogie? I just spit a little bit. You know, you know, a little oh, God, Nora, that was gross. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry <laughs> so to like you. Flacco. Flacco will just literally just launch it up in the air, hoping for a pass interference call, and then, you know, move the chains like 35 yards. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, but – and that's that's the thing. That's he won, why – He won a Super Bowl. That's why – def- nah, that's not true. I mean, he, he threw three touchdowns in that Super Bowl, and he uh, had incredible throw in the, the highest throws. player in the league doing that. That was a strategy. Oh, well, you know, Al, that's that's not a bad strategy because the, the deal is, as a defender, you're not supposed to interfere. You're supposed to – really supposed to be – so if you're not fundamentally sound, you're going to get burnt. Um, and that's right. I mean, like, you don't want the guy, why do you, why are you grabbing him? Cause you don't want him to catch it. You know, it's a, it's a fair rule. It's not like holding where holding doesn't really, it may or may not impact the play. You know, passion interference definitely impacts the game. It impacts the play. Um, yeah. And that's why you're not to do it. So, you know, so, so, so I think it's, it's a, it's, I'm glad something was done. Now, whether or not it was the right thing, that remains to be seen. But, you know, if nothing would have been done, I would have been very upset because that, that just simply was not fair the way the game ended uh, back in the NFC Championship game. That was, that was very, very tough to swallow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and we're over it now, and I, and I think we're going we're gonna to do – we have a good team to build around, and we'll see what happens. But, you know, you only get those opportunities really once or twice in your career when you're that close to a Super Bowl and – you know, it, it. I just feel bad for Breeze. That's really, that's really my thought process. So I'm glad this rule was put in place. So we'll yeah. see what happens. He's got next year, man. He's got one more year. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's 41, 40, about to be 41. So we'll see. So he's in the prime of his life right now. <laughs> I know, like five years left. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we'll call it a day. That was good. I think uh, I really enjoyed it, man. That was our first one. So hopefully we can do a lot more of this. So we'll uh, just keep me updated on your schedule, and we'll uh, we'll just yeah. do a little thirty-minute segments here and there, since I know time isn't always available for both of us. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. That sounds that sounds wonderful, man. I appreciate you inviting me. I, I really enjoyed it too. Uh, thank you, all the viewers at home, uh, or not viewers, <laughs> um, for your support. And we can't wait to uh, see your comments if. That's available on the Anchor app. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right, man. You have a good one, all right? You too, bro. All Bye. Right. Bye.